Are you tired of the mainstream media and all of their lies and deceit? Are you tired of the hypocrisy and lies coming from our elected officials? If so, you've come to the right place. This is the Jesse Rosinski Show, and it starts right now. Welcome, everybody. Good day to every single one of you, depending on when you're listening to this. I appreciate it. And today, we're going to start off right down where it belongs, down on the southern border, which, you know, apparently no one likes to put labels on. And it's not a crisis, and it's not this, that, or the other thing, which I think is a crock, but that's just me, personally. And, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot of other people that actually agree with that thinking. But first thing I want to hit is just the complete ridiculousness that like all these restaurants had to be closed and like so many other things, churches, people had to go to court to fight, allow churches to be open. And we're not allowed to like even gather with family or friends like we're not supposed to. But yet they're taking all these people that are crossing the southern border from all over God's creation and they're storing them like in these facilities at 100% capacity, even during a pandemic. I mean, isn't that like counterproductive to what they say the rest of us should do? We're actually citizens living here in our own country. And we have a hard time like being able uh, to do anything because of the restrictions they have with any amount of people. Yet these facilities that can hold hundreds and thousands of people are running at full capacity. Just doesn't make sense to me. Shouldn't make sense to anybody. Because it's just, that's like a human tragedy right there. That is, that's a giant health problem. And should be concerning to have those facilities at that capacity from people coming from all over down there. Like, hygienically, that's not good. Like, all of this is not good. And then they're taking these said people. And they're just shipping them away during a pandemic. But And there are people that are testing positive, but holding these facilities and letting them be used at full capacity during a pandemic, like that's just a health emergency right there, especially after, again, all the stuff they've been putting people on, all the restrictions they've been putting people under. And here, U.S. citizens, like then how can these people come in? It's literally just a bag of clothes, if that be putting these facilities all near each other, cramped up in there, which you're not supposed to do, especially indoors because of COVID. And they're just, and every day, it's just more people showing up and they just keep packing them farther into these things. I mean, I'm curious as to why they don't have, like, cameras in these facilities, why they're not letting the media or anyone come and look and see what's actually going on really in any of these. Even when the sent people go down there, you have congressional leaders going down there. Like they're not even being allowed to like fully see into these things and they can't even report what's going on, which right there should tell you enough what they're doing and how bad it really is at 100% capacity during all this. It's just from a human being standpoint, that should bother you. And if it doesn't, there's something like wrong, like wrong with you altogether. And if you think that's okay to have them in there at 100% capacity, 
when U.S. citizens aren't allowed to like go to their parents' house or have barbecues, as Joe Biden was talking about, you might be able to. Like, if everyone's vaccinated, yada, 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 but that these people are just crammed into buildings like, you know, sardines in a can. And no one says a word about it or bats an eye. That's ridiculous. There's something really, really, really long. Time wrong. With how long this has been, like, going on and happening. Like, it's just, this is one of big, long wrong by the administration to people. At least to my opinion. I don't like it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like me, but it's true. 100% capacity during a pandemic when your own citizens aren't allowed to do it, and they're coming from all over the place. And from poor third world, South Central American countries, and Mexico, and all over the place. Like It's not good to have them packed in there. And right now, they're at well over capacity in all the, a lot of these places, like all the facilities. Why do you think they now have people going to the Dallas Convention Center? That can hold up to 3,000 because there's that many people coming on, yet they keep telling you, we don't have a crisis. There's nothing going on. There's nothing to see here, which could not be farther from the truth, be it everyone on in the media and all the Democrats and all that keep telling you what they're done wrong. It's not a problem. We're okay. Just conservatives freaking out, trying to politicize it. No, it's the fact that there's lots and lots of like people jammed into these places like sardines in a pandemic and then being released. You know, here's a ticket. See you later to go whatever community they want. Who knows if they actually have someone they're going to see or anything. And that could be another giant health risk. Put all these people into other people's like cities, neighborhoods, towns, municipalities, whatever you were in. Like this could be released in there. Like you have the COVID numbers going down. It could make the COVID numbers go up. As they said, they're all holding them for, what, three days and getting them out of there? They could test negative and show up somewhere and be positive and, bre- and that could start all over again, start right back up, which makes absolutely no sense at all. And that brings me back into Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the you know, DHS chief, you know, Department of Homeland Security. We're getting into a security part of this thing. Like right now, he is saying that these are going to be the biggest numbers that we've seen in 20 years with the amount of people that like that are set coming through right now. And they keep saying it's not a problem. Like, how is that not most amount of migrants we've seen just at that border in 20 years? That's a very long time, boys and girls. That's a whole lot of time. I was still young and ready to go then. My knees still worked. I mean, like how 20 years ago. I wasn't even a teen yet. Like this is just a catastrophic problem that we have going on down there. See the maximum amount of people that we've seen in 20 years. And in the amount of people we have seen since October, we've got four, caught four people that are on the terror watch list. Like, if we caught four, how many do you think are, like, coming across that they didn't catch? This is four since October. And people coming in from places like Yemen and Serbia coming across the southern border. Someone please enlighten me. What in the hell are people from Yemen and Serbia doing coming across the southern border? Well, they're just flying down there and then scooting up across. 
And then there's people on the left like Juan Williams say, we're just using that to politicize the problem. No, bro, we're bringing it out, like for the world to see. And just because they're on the terror watch list doesn't mean they're terrorists. Well, there's a reason they're on the list, hombre. Like, what's so hard to understand about that? Like, we've apprehended four people on the terror watch list. Out of all these, what, over 100,000 have come in just in the Rio Grande Valley alone this year. Like, that, there's catastrophic amount of people coming across. We've only caught four? I can just imagine how many, like, legitimate, like, people on the terror watch list or terrorists themselves, you know, like, that are, like, not even on the watch list. They're like, hey, they are. I've gotten across and are now wherever the hell they want to be. Because we're just letting everybody in. And if you don't find that to be a problem, you are an idiot. Sorry. Don't know any other way to tell you. It's not my fault that you are intellectually deficient at common sense and understanding actual national security. That's not on me. That's on you. Like, it's not really that hard to understand. I don't understand why you people make it so hard to understand. Like, I don't fathom it. What's so, like, having all these people just come in right. Especially during the pandemic, there's a health crisis with it. We're finding people on the terror watch list coming across. And that's only four. And again, this is the head of DHS said, this is going to be the most migrants we've seen in like 20 years, if not more. Like the numbers are catastrophic. So how many, if they caught four, do you think got across the damn border? Like I guarantee you there's way more than four. If they caught four, there's way more than that. And that is a national security problem. If you don't think that is, you're also dumb. That's not on me. That's on you for just being so naive and just listening to all the garbage that gets spread by like 90, we'll go with 94, 93, 93, 94% of the media out there. Because it's also liberal. All of it. So, I mean, you guys just got to like take a look in the mirror and go, hmm, maybe there actually is a problem here. It, it covers everything. The financial problem is having to house all these people and pay for all this stuff for them. It's a health problem because 100% capacity, and then after three days, we're just releasing people wherever city they want to be. And then, well, if they turn up with COVID after that, you know, suddenly they have symptoms and all they can spread it and start it all over again. That's also a national security problem. I mean, when the head of the Department of Homeland Security is coming out saying, we're going to have most numbers we've seen in at least 20 years, the highest numbers of migrants. And we're already up over last year's numbers, pretty much all of these crossings. Yeah, the major ones. Like, that's a bad sign. And if you don't think that's a bad sign, I'm sorry. But, like, can you do the world a favor and check yourself? For all of our sake. And with that being said, that leads me to a question for all of you. Now, after that beautiful, beautiful ad this beautiful angelic voice behind it let's move on to the second point of the day which is kind of a big one and it kind of seems to happen all the time again with the mainstream media which you know they all run together i say they all run together i mean there's nbc news usa today abc news cnn vox MSNBC, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The Daily Fail UK. I mean, it just keeps going on and on today. But we all remember that story from the Washington Post, which seems to be the biggest spewer of garbage. 
And then everyone else just, you know, runs with said garbage instead of like verifying or checking anything. Like, I don't know, the actual transcripts or the phone call itself. But the story where they were talking about even trying to impeach President Trump. Yeah, because apparently he told like the Georgia Attorney General, amongst others, that they needed to find the fraud and become a national hero. And they told all the people to do this. And how dare he tell people to do this? And la da ba da la da la. Look how long that lasted until they moved on to the next thing because they knew it was crap. Except they're never going to admit it was crap. They're never going to do that. Why would they do that? They're just going to move on to the next thing because none of you give a single damn about any of it. But, you know, with that being said, it's amazing to find out that really, like he said, all he told them to do in particular was to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County asserting that dishonesty would be found there. He didn't tell them to go and find the fraud. You need to find the fraud. You need to get rid of these ballots. You need to do this, that, and the other thing. He said to scrutinize Fulton County because, you know, they've been known to be sketchy. And then look at the runoffs and everything. They went and did everything that they were considered, you know, being sketchy about during the presidential election. They turned around and did it again during the Senate runoff. But, I mean, how many months did they just run and run and run and run and run with it? Like, they just kept running with it. Like, over and over again. And it was absolutely disgusting. Like, what did, you know, like, all you people that don't like him, you know, don't like President Trump, former President Trump, whatever you want to call the guy, Donald I don't know, Orange Godzilla Hitler, I've heard people call him that. I mean, regardless, like, what did he say? Listen to the tape. It was a perfect call. I didn't say anything wrong. Read the transcripts. That's what we've all been saying. Did anyone do it? The answer to that is no, in case any of you are confused. They just ran with whatever they heard from their alleged anonymous sources. You know, funny how... Anonymous sources went from people like not wanting to talk out of fear of retaliation or anything. Because, you know, people will do that. And now it's just they can just go and run and say whatever they want. Considered an anonymous source. No, well, anonymous source told us to cover themselves so they don't look like garbage, which they are because they don't actually like we're investigative journalists. We're yeah, we're real news. We're the true journalists. Really? How many anonymous source things? have come out just during his you know, the presidency. The second he, like when he was running through the whole presidency, like still now. Like how many? I mean, look at all the things that they said. Oh my God, these are smoking guns and real things. I mean, the stormy thing. Russia, which has been proven to be false. There's this. I mean, the Ukrainian thing, which only one person Thought was bad, and that was a guy that the Ukrainians want to be their defense minister. I mean, like, it just goes on and on and on. And this is just yet another example of how bad they really are at their job and how much they don't give a damn. Not one, but actually telling the truth or actually being real journalists and telling anyone anything. Like, they just spew and spew and spew, and they know it's a crock, so when it's found out to be a crock... They put out this little, little bitty disclaimer. Or a little out. I mean, they quietly go 
and change the story for the most part. It's really, they don't tell anyone, they don't do anything. They just go and edit it out because they know everyone's moved on to something else. And I personally think they should be getting held accountable for this much lies and sputum and garbage and heaping piles of excrement. There's the word. Like that, they just, I mean, they get away with it. Like over and over again, repeatedly. For how many years now have we just let them completely get away with it? Like people could say that I'm like mean or anything, but I mean like, how long are we going to let them get away with this? I mean, especially the Washington Post. Like they're the biggest spewer of bile that any of the media at all. Like they're terrible. They are a pile of like, Used baby diapers when the baby has, like, the runs. Like, there's nothing good about them. But people are so fixated on just bashing one individual that, I mean, they can't actually up and use their brain to realize that mainstream media, through all those things I said, there's so many more. Like, if it was real, they would have actually got him on it. They wouldn't just move on to the next thing, and they move on to another thing, they move on to another thing, they move on to another thing. And the Washington Post seems to be like the biggest spewer of this stuff. And then again, USA Today, NBC, ABC, CNN, Vox, Daily Mail UK, MSNBC, all of them just run with it. When literally all they had to do is listen to Trump and listen to the call and read the transcripts and do their jobs. And they wouldn't be in any of these situations that they're that they're ever in. I and mean, look how many situations they put themselves in just by being too lazy to do their damn jobs. Like that's what you get paid to do. To be an investigative journalist. How about you do it? Like I'm not asking for too much here. You know, to do your job. To call me crazy. I mean, I know I am. But Think of how much less just hatred and everything else there would be if people stopped listening to stuff from like the Washington Post and NBC and all them. And like looked up the information themselves. That's the big key to this whole thing. Because Washington Post, again, has been the big one spewing everything for so long. And we all heard all the different scandals that they kept doing. They just moved right on to the next one. And if he did any of those things, he would have actually been impeached for them. And he wouldn't like he would have been removed from office. Any of them were true. Wouldn't just move on to the next one a couple of days and never mention that again. If he really did any of these things, they wouldn't move on right away. I mean, it's not that difficult to understand. I don't know why people can't look it up themselves and use their brains instead of just listening to the media and being all in on the crazy train. But we can get into that more at a later day. All I'm saying is, People, do yourself a favor. It only takes a few seconds. Look this stuff up. Use your brain. And I promise you the world will be a less scary and violent place if you just look some stuff up and found some actual facts. With all that being said, I want to say thank you to everyone for checking me out and listening. Follow the page, of course, for all updates. Be kind to each other. Be good to each other. Have a good day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have some good conversations. Have some good food. Enjoy another person's company. And 
Until next time, my friends, peace.